Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public... The list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome to my show, Money Making Conversation Masterclass. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For you, it may be the size of your paycheck. Mine is inspiring people to develop a plan to reach their dreams. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. You can only exceed expectations by believing in yourself. People always talk about their purpose or gifts. If you have a gift, leave with your gifts. And don't let your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dream. My guest is Jim Jones. He's a hip-hop icon, television star, entrepreneur, and entertainment mogul under Rock Nation Management. He's one of the founding members of the Nanny's rap group, The Diplomats. Jones is known for successful hits as We Fly High, Pop Chaptain, and Jim was the co-founder of VH1's Love and Hip Hop. This is where it gets interesting in the world of entrepreneurship and the business mogul that he is. He's launched his own, and we're going to talk about this in the interview. He's launched his own cryptocurrency. He's a... Vamp VIP, that's another project. Saucy Farms and Extract, that's another project. Another project is the partner of the Richmond Rough Riders of the AFL. Another project, Quarantine Studios via Title. All these projects and more. We'll be talking in a minute with the one and only Jim Jones on Money Making Conversations Masterclass. Because you seem to be right now, Mr. Jones, making some money. Talk to me. How you feeling, my brother? Feeling good, man. You know, we're gonna get to the drip report if you don't mind. But I but when I saw all this uh this this uh, entrepreneurial spirit here, because I'm seeing so many iconic hip hoppers transition into the business world, and it it seems to be natural, but then again, we didn't see that coming because all we saw you as artists. Um so business is a natural progression for anybody who's an artist and taking their craft seriously and likes to make money. Mm-hmm. Um actually Music is the stepping stone for you to make a lot of ancillary money. Um, and if you don't understand that as an artist, you really need to rethink what your job is as an artist. Right. When you when you, uh, when you do you tie that Jim to like the the amount of time you spend in the studio, the amount of time because you you know as 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 an artist, you are an entrepreneur. You know, you you set your own hours, you set your own work schedule, you don't live on a 40-hour week. It can be an 80-hour week, it can be a 48-hour day. Is that, a, is that an advantage for you to have been nurtured that way, to being able to take along all these the entrepreneurial platforms that you're doing today? Um, 
It has it has this great advantages to be able to get up and move when you want to and work for how long you need it to work and, and stay on something until until it until it happens and things like that. I mean, well, average person who has a regular nine to five, they don't have the luxuries of time, so they have to squeeze in whatever hustle they can in the time that they have left during their day. Uh, for somebody like myself, I wake up and I spend my whole time in the things that I want to see happen. Right. You know, the thing that is really at the top of everybody's mind now, and I've really been trying to educate African-Americans or people of color, is cryptocurrency. You know, it's a digital currency that's not going anywhere. And But as always, uh, the brown and black communities seem to be the last, the last to get credit, the last to get the right job. Where are you on the cryptocurrency education model? And uh, you've launched this 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 currency are you are you are you carrying an educational platform along with it, or you just just created this blockchain as a revenue generator? Well, I was educating people on cryptocurrency NFTs for maybe the past three years. Yes, sir. I would say mm-hmm. way before artists was on it. Um, cryptocurrency is a beautiful thing. I mean, everybody got onto it. All got commercialized during the pandemic when everybody was in the house. So. It worked tremendously. Um, as things open back up, you get to see the crypto taking a dip, which is not bad. Which is not bad because in any market, when things take a dip, is not the worst thing. Most likely, you should double up on on what you have. Um, right. But for me to be able to jump into the business and be able to school our people on something that we usually last to know or last long was something great for me. And one of the things that propelled me to create my own. Social currency, which is capital coin, was what we could do inside the neighborhood and how I could approach it by being able to add a discounted price to everywhere that capital coin is accepted. Right. Um, so now we're playing the game of uh, 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 staying fast and holding our chips to everything go back up. Um, this is a real way for people to get rich or uh, more wealthy than they've ever seen um, by just playing the game a little bit. Well, can, can you help me out a little bit? Because I, I, I kid you not. Jim, I've had probably about 30 people on my show and uh, trying to slow my brain down, wrap my brain around what exactly is cryptocurrency. You know, I, I got in the sense that, you know, one one conversation I had, you know, well, you have a credit card and then on a credit card, you have a credit line. And but in cryptocurrency, you have a wallet and that wallet allows you to make purchases. Can you help me and make my audience to Tell us exactly how does cryptocurrency work and why we should be involved in it. Well, cryptocurrency is nothing but digital money. Pretty soon, the physical dollar will be no more. Yes, sir. All banks and institutions will only be using digital money. And cryptocurrency is a form of digital money. Um, I'm not a financial advisor, but I can advise people that this is something you need to tap into. Um, and yes, the first thing you should do is find a good crypto wallet so that you can't start storing all your cryptocurrencies on in your... Uh, 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 you know, and all your, it's it's not as difficult as people see them. Just like having your bank card and right. your bank account, and storing your, your money, it all has to do with numbers. And uh-huh. so like the stock market, because your cryptocurrency can't go up or can't go down, so you have to be very keen. But they have different things where you can take your money out and put it in these secure crypto accounts where your money don't drop or, or, or go up. You know what I mean, it's, there's a lot of different ways you can go about, uh, about it. And you start to see a dip. There's ways for you to make sure you secure your money. So don't get scared by all the things that people say about cryptocurrency. <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely the future and it's definitely not going anywhere. This is how we're all going to have to spend our money pretty soon. There's no way around it. 
Absolutely. You go in restaurants right now, you know, they won't take cash. They want a credit card. Exactly. Exactly. So it's the same difference. Pretty soon it'll be tapped into crypto. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Uh, here's the interesting thing about, you know, I, you know I, I started my life, I worked at IBM and then I left IBM to be a stand-up comic. So I was making all my money physically. You know, if I don't walked on stage, I got a check. Same way with you. You walked on stage, you performed or did music, you got checks. Now you're mm-hmm. into this multiple streams of income now. Did, did, mm-hmm. did, was, was that a plan action that you put in place or you just saw opportunities and you started investing your money in places you felt comfortable? Um, no, it wasn't no plan action. It was just, just life. Like the more opportunities I could have for myself, the better chances I have of becoming successful and adding more money to the pile. Um, and I'm from Harlem. All you learned about was hustling when you Harlem. And right. you know, hustles doesn't necessarily mean you hustling drugs. It means you hustling something to make right. some money. I was very good at that. I figure, why not? The most average, the average engineer, the average millionaire has about seven, seven hustles or seven jobs. They say right. seven hustles. <laughs> um, I got a little bit more than that, so I'm doing pretty good out here. But I challenge myself to take on different things um, that excite me. Um, there's a lot of things that interest me, so I start to find myself taking on opportunities as they present themselves, because they probably won't present themselves twice. Well, one of the ones that stood out the most to me was the Richmond Rough Riders. How did you get involved in a football team? Um, just opportunity presenting itself um, through my influence, how influential I am, and what I could bring to the table. Um, and I thought that for what it was, what it was, and where I was at in my position is that it can be a great thing for the hip hop community, right. as we can to create our own multicultural football league yes, through uh, the arena football. Um, it's, a, it, it's a great business. It's very lucrative. Um, and I do think if they add some marketing with, with counterparts from, from from the culture, it can be a multi-million multi million dollar business. Um, probably billion dollar business once we touch it. So that was my whole strategy and becoming a part owner of the arena football team. Um, and who knows, maybe down the line I might uh, indulge in more of this arena football uh, uh-huh. or some maybe some other sports. But um, yeah, it was very fun, very educational. Um, learned a lot about the sport. Well, you know, the beauty of what you're doing is that we know that content is king. And we know <laughs> yeah. that the, the more they stream, they got to have content. And so that's why, you know, me asking that question was not a question of, hey, why are you doing that? It's a question that you getting in early when the, when the getting is small before it becomes large. You know, yes. like several years ago, you know, you could buy an NBA team for $700,000. Now they're about to sell the Phoenix Suns for $1.8 billion. And so that's just several years ago. We're not talking about 10 years ago, like five years ago. That's how the cost of an NBA team was. And so now you're looking at this AFL team and going, okay, I'm making it. I'm just talking to my audience as I talk to you is that sometimes you have to be a visionary when you're making your investments and see why the, how these platforms are being uh, viewed at when you when all these competitors are out there trying to fill time through streaming, filling time because all of the networks are, are, are grabbing all the content. So these networks are going to have to have content. So why not you? Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Right on that head. That's exactly my thought. But that's what I like to do. I like to get into businesses that the culture has not already commercialized. Right. Um, like, uh, so I, I have a 
a tobacco deal for some tobacco leaves. Now that uh, marijuana is um, legal, up was in 38 states. So uh, where we were buying cigars before, we can now market direct to consumer for people that smoke marijuana. So, and I know that nobody has really infiltrated the. Is that is that business. the saucy farms and extracts? Is no, you talking that's about? That's actually that's actually marijuana. Shouts to saucy farms tobacco. The what we roll our marijuana wow. in. And wow! It in. Wow! Exactly. So it's no different than what Puffy's doing with uh, Ciroc or Jay does with Ace of Spade. I'm just going to come from the tobacco. As we know, tobacco, alcohol, and firearms run the United States. Come on now. Come on now. First Amendment. Come on now. Freedom of speech. Come on now. Second, third, fourth, fifth. They're going to keep it all. But, you know, the the thing about it is that, um, you know, I've seen your career, you know, I've been, uh, as, as, as we all. And then I then I see how you you've tapped in, like you said, uh, loving hip hop, you know, which is an iconic reality show. You know, it's so iconic that you be watching uh, football on Fox and they got commercials. You know, that's how yeah. it's transcended the community. When you came with that, they said one of the co-creators. Talk, walk us, walk me through the steps of how that process worked with you, how the idea came upon you, and then seeing it becoming the iconic show because you have to put the iconic on it. Because it was just uh, a, it was just a, just a hip hop show. It was just, it was. A, my lady had a chance to do some reality TV. It didn't go, it didn't go down for her the way it was supposed to. I had opportunities to do it with Jim Ackerman over at VH1, who was running things. Um, took a meeting with him, told him what I had on the table. He said, "Let's run it. Let's figure out a synopsis." Gave him a synopsis. Gave him the name "Love and Hip Hop." Um, <laughs> At that time, I I I, I know what the opportunity was, but I didn't know. I didn't. And I, and I say I didn't understand. I wasn't knowledgeable how important the business was at that time because right. I was making much money. And uh, a lady by the name of Mona Scott was knowledgeable of how That's important. That's my girl. That's my girl. I was put, that I was putting together. So I was bitter with her for a long time for her for the move that she made, which was business, and she understood. Uh, so, you know, but me and my lady were smart enough to walk away from it very early because we did, we ain't going to compromise our integrity for anyone. And, yeah. You know, I tip my hat to those who uh, made a success of the show after we left. Um, a lot of people should be telling me thank you. Everybody that's on the show should be telling me thank you because it definitely wouldn't be no show at all. And nobody would be doing no love in hip hop or getting no love in hip hop checks. If it wasn't for me at all, it has nothing to do with Mona. It has everything to do with the inception of what was created. And that was created by Jim Jones, Chrissy Lampkin, and Emily Bustamante. That's what I wanted to hear. But you know, the thing about it, when you do something like that, man, you change the game, brother. You know, the whole, you know, introduced. Are you still there? Did I lose him? Yeah, man, probably. I don't know what just happened. My phone is dropped out, but we back. Yeah, cool. Because we just, you know, I, I was just complimenting you on a on a game-changing, visionary show that is really, well, you talk about the inks, you talk about all these shows. They laid the, they laid the foundation about what you presented and then to see the show at its level now. But also just giving credit that a visionary that I sat down and said, this is what it should be. Here's the name. Ride with me. Trust with me. And that has been basically your career throughout music is that people have trusted you. And what, what, do, you, what do you lay that quality down just to being consistent, a man of your word? What do you tie that to? Um, Both of us, a, a, a number of things. But definitely being a man of my word, 
inconsistency. Uh, being consistent is everything to me. Um, like I tell people all the time, when you can't stay motivated, stay consistent. And consistency is going to bring back all the motivation you need. Um, and just putting in hard work, as as, as cliche as it may sound, you got to put your foot forward out here. Um, that always works. And, and, and being able to think outside the box, you know what I mean? Like everybody think the norm. Um, I think the thing is to stand out in today's world instead of standing in Absolutely. and blending in with everybody else. And these are the, some of the things that I always try to do in making my decisions to make business. We'll be right back with more Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rushan McDonald. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snakes, zombies, sharks, heights, speaking in public, the list of fears is endless. But while you're clutching your blanket in the dark, wondering if that sound in the hall was actually a footstep, the real danger is in your hand when you're behind the wheel. And while you might think a great white shark is scary, what's really terrifying and even deadly is distracted driving. Eyes forward. Don't drive distracted. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Now let's return to Money Making Conversations Masterclass with Rashawn McDonald. Now, it, now this is the fun. fun we're, we're, I've been having a great time talking to you, but the fun part of this was uh, mm-hmm. just watching you do the drip report. It's been renewed for a sixth season of Revolt. Tell me how you got into that. The whole fact that you're doing real weather, for real, that me, that, that, and, and then tying hip-hop and tying your style to it. Was that an original concept that, that you thought of, or somebody came and you said, what do you think about this? Um, well, it, it started with Hurricane Irma in Miami a few years ago. When right. I, I had to go down there. Uh, Chrissy didn't want to leave, so we were stuck in the midst of the uh, hurricane. A colleague of mine said, you might as well 
give him uh, the Weber report while you're out there, uh, give him a play-by-play, which is what we did, give him my own version of the Weber. Uh, it ended up going viral, <laughs> super so, viral. So, so um, all of Jim, I, I love when people like, you, you start talking, you're missing all these beautiful steps of how uh, it coming about. So you was on your Instagram doing it? Where were you at giving yeah, these reports? Started off, started off on Instagram. Um, Chrissy was helping me record it. Uh, did it on the balcony that ended up going super viral. Um, propelled me to do it a few more times. Got some calls from like Nori was like, nah, you gotta, you gotta do that, y'all. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> I kept with it, kept with it for like another year here and there, hitting it on the gram. And then, um, had an opportunity to meet, uh, Dottavio for me and, um, who is the CEO of Revolt right now. He wasn't at Revolt at the time. Um, he did some sticky like, yo, I, I, I like your show. I don't know how long I'm gonna be here at this position, but wherever I go, I would like to take, take the show out there with me uh-huh. and see if we can happen. And that's what he did. He ended up revolt. Um, Drip Report is now going on the sixth season. Um, going to add a couple little twists to it this season. Um, <laughs> it's a fun show. I look forward to uh, to, to doing the weather. Um, it gives me a peace of mind. I like it. Well, you know, what I like is the, is the, is the, when you start talking about the clothes. Now talk about, uh, are these, are, the, are, are these particular relationships you have? Are they part of your, or any clothes lines that you're launching because of it? Because that really, to me, is an opportunity for young artists to get exposure through your brand, through your, through your iconic statue. How does the wardrobe come together on each show? Um, I have a stylist, um, and for the life of me, I've been pretty influential when it comes to uh, the drip and the style. And, absolutely, and, uh, absolutely. Um, and then I give an opportunity for up and coming black designers to send me some. Thank of you. Their product and uh, showcase it on the screen. And I thank was, you. I was doing that for free for like the first five seasons, but I think it's pretty fair. And I'll continue to do mm-hmm. different things like that, but. It's gonna start to cost a couple of dollars now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but 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 what? Well, good night. Good night. Come on, Jim. You are an entrepreneur. I can't believe you're not saying, Rashawn. Look, I got some. I got some 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 shoes coming out. I got some pants. Coming, I got tea. Why? And, and the drip report should be you. You should be dripping. A hundred, a hundred million percent. And, and this year, I will start to showcase some of uh, the clothing lines that I'm involved. There you in. go. There you go. Drip, some merch for people to buy. Some actual drip report merch that you can buy. Uh, yes, sir. T-shirts, umbrellas, things like that. So, yeah, this, this season, <laughs> we're going to go on a tear this season. As soon as that umbrella come out, I got to get one, brother. I got to get the umbrella. I'm telling you right now, Jim. I got to get the umbrella. I, I'm based in Atlanta. Look, tell to whoever your PR person said, Rashad wants the first umbrella in Atlanta. And I'm going to post it. The drip report right here in Atlanta got the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I, you know, the thing about it, I love the, um, you know, like I'm enthusiastic about everything I see that you're doing with your career. You know, we met uh, way back in 2006 when I was doing the MTV show of uh, uh, the barbershop. And uh, and just to see the your, your game and your thought process and to see the, the I, I, what I love about you when I watch the show is that it's an honest, fun show. You're not taking yourself serious, but what you deliver in information that, that is serious. And when you get to your interviews, they're short 
but effective. Is, is that intentional? Because a lot of times interviews, you know, they go 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Like this interview is like 20 minutes. Is, is, it, is, is that the goal to keep it short like that and to keep the segment moving? Because it's very effective. Yeah, I mean, for to do, do, for the average watchers today, they watch and listen to, they watch TV fast and they listen to music fast. Um, people tend to have a short attention span than we had before because we have these cell phones and social media and everything. So, the quicker and more effective I could get my point across through the show is is better for me. And the more I can hit those important points that uh, last with people forever. It hits home with me. It hits home with me. It hits home with me. And they and they buy into it because they give they wear the report where they at, which I love too. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to wrap up, man, because you're a businessman. I kind of ran over through it, ran through it when I introduced you. Uh, give me some background on Vamp TV. And then also Saucy Farms and extracts. Well, Vamp TV is uh, it's more like Quarantine Studio. Quarantine Studio, I have a, uh, I built a technology with AWS. Um, uh, figured out how to uh, record virtually in real time. Wow. Um, my A&R, damn, they could be in space. Um, something I've created seven albums during the pandemic. Um. Very useful. Um, was able to show AWS what I figured out through using other platforms in my favor, and it kind of blew their mind. So now I have a, a technology called Quarantine Studios at AWS. That's the back end. I'm trying to work on building the front end. As you know, it becomes kind of pricey when yes. you build the websites and attachments <laughs> and all this. And I'm, not, and I'm not the most technical person or the most right, right. nerdy person, but I kind of understand the way things run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking like Very you need a venture yeah. capitalist there, Jim Jones. You need a venture capitalist to come, a VC board to come yeah. in on you. I do. I do. I, I had a couple of meetings with them. Um, it's kind of hard to explain somebody something that sounds like witchcraft when you're telling them. So <laughs> I have to actually physically show people what this quarantine studio thing is about so they can actually get it. Um, mm-hmm. But we still push forward. Mm-hmm. I know... Um, Somebody's coming with what we need to make the business yes, uh, 100% functionable, and I can't wait for that day, and I know that day is soon. Cool. And Saucy Farms? Saucy Farms is a marijuana company that um, have a, a bit of ownership in it. Um, currently did a deal with uh, Jay-Z's uh, big marijuana band for distribution, so um, I'm not as hands-on as I used to be. Yes, now I'm just sitting and waiting for the big check to come. But I am working with uh, High Tolerance, which is another marijuana company, and we're doing some big things. We just started, uh, just got out. Weed inside the stores means well. He has I can't feel my face, and I have knockout. Um, we just finished doing a big uh, a big merch tour this summer. So was, marijuana is legal in 38 states. It's definitely <laughs> the next thing. I love talking to you. It's a lot of money going on. I love talking to you because it's like talking to a uh, you know it's a it's a wild conversation talking to you because you 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 you, like you say I I just get that check you know you turn just I just get that check you got that mailbox money coming in you know you're dripping on TV you know Rashad gonna have him an umbrella in Atlanta drip report umbrella coming soon I just love it man congratulations brother that's I I just wanted to talk because like you know man we 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 get in this business as entertainers 
and we just grinding, man. We, we, we don't look five years ahead. We don't look 10 years ahead. But as a business person, you do look like that. That's the difference. We do look like that. We do look like a legacy talk because this is assets. And that's what you're building right now is assets. It has to make you feel good. Uh, yeah, it definitely makes me feel good, especially from where I was at. Everybody goes through the up and downs and it's how you get back up. And by the grace of God, I was able to get back up and keep moving. So to be here right now from where I was a few years ago, there's no better gratification. I feel good. Well, the gratification is that you took time to tell me and my audience and my fans that you're doing great. You're looking good, man. And I'm going to continue to support you. And uh, again, brother, uh, God bless you, man. And uh, keep being you, Jim Jones. Uh, thank you very much, man. When I get to Atlanta, I'm gonna look you up, man. We have some dinner, so absolutely come. To, I I I'll show you my little palatial place, man. I, I think I I think I I think I impress you a little bit down here in Atlanta, brother. I, in fact, I got a kitchen, so we won't go nowhere. I fix food right here in my All little right, place. Man. Okay, love you, brother. I'm gonna have to line that up for, for us. Okay, stay strong. We'll be to talk to you soon. Bye bye. Have a good one, bro. Mm-hmm.